Hello and welcome to Bayhem, the Talk Film Society Michael Bay Retrospective. I'm your co-host, Marcelo Pico. With me as always are my other two co-hosts, uh, Mike Schindler. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? That's going great. And also, hey, it's Diego Crespo. Hello, Diego. I'm excited. I'm ready. Uh, I don't know if I am great, though, but I'm, I'm oh, happy boy. to be back. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, I'm happy to be back, too. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to cut to the chase. We saw Revenge. What is it? Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. That's our movie this episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um before that i, I, I want to bring up something good <laughs> something interesting that happened last episode i think i can't remember the context of how this came up oh we were, of course we're talking about michael bay and his performance at what like the the e the the ces conference or something oh yes yes and then mike you brought up the story of tom hanks uh and and his sony presentation 10 years ago. And I'm like, what? 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 So Mike sends me the link. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it's 12 <laughs> minutes of insanity. And uh, Diego, I don't know if you saw it, like when, when Mike sent you the link. Uh, I had, uh, I had seen us it the prior to that. And it's oh, yeah, see, iconic. See, I, I, had, I had no idea. I had no idea. And I was so excited. I posted it on Twitter and ended up getting like, what, 35,000 likes <laughs> over the course of like two days. And I, of course I tagged Mike, uh, in a, in the following, uh, tweet in that thread and sorry, Mike, for all the notifications. No, but, no, uh, it's yeah. okay. They're starting so, to die down. Yeah. It's yeah. starting to die down now, but it's just funny that I was so excited. I didn't even know this thing was a thing until Mike sent it to me, posted it up and it got like, yeah, 5,000 retweets, 25,000 likes. Uh, more than half a million views. Like that's as much as I'll ever do. I think on Twitter <laughs> is that little viral tweet of Tom Hanks, like a two, like a a, a minute and a half clip of Tom Hanks just doing his Sony bit. <laughs> it, it's your Transformers. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yes, it's just I'm gonna I'm gonna brag about this every podcast I'm on now. Much like uh, Michael Bay brags or complains about the budget of his movies, <laughs> every single commentary. Uh, all credit uh, goes to uh, Sean Eastridge from the Nerd Party, who uh, sent that to our our Slack, and we were all amazed by it. And I posted it on Twitter a few days before, and you know, got like two likes. You know. <laughs> Honestly, don't I don't know how it happens. I don't know if I just picked the right like ninety seconds or whatever. But yeah, uh, thanks to a a. A, a story or something that Mike brought up on this podcast. Thanks to that, yeah, I got like a little viral tweet. And, and apologies day, so. really quick. I had a total brain fart. I only saw it because of Mike and and our our DM. So I I, okay, I think yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. about the Michael Bay one. Oh no, yeah, yeah it's yeah, it was a uh, the Tom Hanks twelve minute. Um, I still like after reading all those comments. Like some people were like, like maybe it was like just an elaborate like like trick where Tom Hanks came out dissing Sony <laughs> in his yeah. lackluster way of presenting. He's like, well, maybe that's, that could be, he's maybe he is that good of an actor, but no, I know it's, it's funny regardless. Cause it does seem like Tom Hanks is shitting on Sony for 12 minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> and just one other thing, Sean, he has a, a podcast on the nerd party called missing frames where either he or his guest watch a movie usually a classic that they have never seen before 
and then discuss it. So it's kind of a it's kind of a cool show. So check that out over on uh, thenerdparty.com. Yes, please do check it out. Yeah. Um, speaking of checking things out, we checked out the movie of the week, uh, the movie of the episode. Yes, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen came out actually as of this recording. It came out ten years ago this week. Uh, June 24th, 2009. I actually saw it coincidentally on its 10th anniversary. We watched it this past week. Um, I, I think I think most Michael Bay movies have come out X amount of years ago this week. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, Mike, because yes, um, I actually did look through uh, his, his uh, filmography and then the dates. It's like, oh, yeah, except for like maybe one or two exemptions. They're all like June, July movies maybe one august or something but no mostly yeah so for the next week or two it's just gonna be nothing but <laughs> anniversaries <laughs> yeah we're right around the corner from like the what the 12th anniversary of uh transformers one on uh july 3rd or 4th yeah right, Mike? <laughs> yeah, yeah. De- depending on who you ask but yeah so and hey still no sign of of uh six underground <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I, I read a rumor as of this recording, uh, as of like late June, early July, there's a rumor on Twitter that says it'll come out in December. I don't, I don't know the exact source of that. I don't know if that's true or not, but God damn, just, just get bring well, out. you know, that'll give me plenty of time to edit these things. So. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Maybe you have like a good year or something, Mike. I don't know, but, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, it would have been great to see it of course over the summer where we saw a lot of these Michael Bay movies, but hey, we can wait. You know, yeah. it'll, be a nice, it'll be a nice Christmas movie. All right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so, Revenge of the Fallen. Let's go around the table. Uh, when did we first see this? Uh, I'll go to Diego first. When did you first see, or uh, tell us about your first time watching Revenge of the Fallen. Uh, it was an afternoon after summer school. A bunch of friends and I went to the theater. We're like, oh, Transformers is awesome. Let's We're going to go see that opening weekend. And uh, I, I think I felt something, like, wrong. But it was kind of like that thing where, like, you know, you, you, you kind of watch the prequels and you're like, no, 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 this is good. And I, I myself have come around to them, even though they do have issues. Uh, I have not come around on Revenge of the Fallen. In fact, I'm convinced it's one of the, like, I, I, try, not, I, I try to use hyperbole, like, jokingly when I talk about movies. But this, this is sincere. I think this is, unfortunately, one of the worst made movies ever uh in that it's it's just noise and it's very hard to track things happening and it's almost three hours and it keeps going and you could cut out over an hour of this film and nothing would change and that's a problem when you have a nearly three hour movie or i guess two and a half hours but still um yeah yikes it feels it feels long yes uh but yeah, but yeah. So you had a sour experience it when you had a sour experience when you first saw it. And now it uh, that sour taste still remains in your mouth. Diego is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not. It's, it's not. It's, yeah. it's not a winner for me. Yeah, uh, uh, Mike. What about you? Your first time watching this movie? Um, it was the morning before it it came out. Uh, so so like there was a midnight release, and I watched it that morning. Very similar to the first one. Um, I don't think that the cans were locked this time. I think they just delivered it late. So, you know, 
it, it is what it is. So yeah, so it was a, the the start of a very long day. I had to get there and put the thing together, and then watch it before we opened, and then we had a midnight show at night. So yeah, that that would be like a what seventeen hour day, something like that. No, uh, no. That was cool. Um, but the first time I saw it, uh, I, I enjoyed it for sure. And I mean, I didn't think it was as good as the, the, the first one. And it was kind of when I started to realize that like Michael Bay has a certain way of constructing scenes, which doesn't really make any sense. Like, like almost like he, I don't know, like, like he has like a, a scene play out over here and then he has a scene play out over here and then he intercuts those two things not at all seamlessly mm. you know i, I don't know yeah. it, 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 but I, there was one specific shot the dude sitting in the back of the car freaking out the roommate freaking out yeah. that was when i was like this is a Michael Bay thing. This is something that he does, and it's really weird, and they're doing it a lot in this movie, and I don't particularly like that. That was, like, the big thing that stood out for me with this movie. Wait, is that the moment when, like, he's just like... Yeah, it's bad. It, it, it stays on too long, is my biggest thing about that little moment, if we're thinking about the same one, when he's, like, just scared shitless, right? Yeah, that he's, look? like, about to freak out, and then they cut back to him, and then, like, he freaks out. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That moment is just so... F- out of all of the insanity in this movie, it's, like, one of the most insanely like to me like frustrating it's like what 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 uh anyway it's it's a very strange movie and i mean the thing that i remember thinking at the time and maybe this colored my view of it and still does or whatever but the fact that it was made during the writer's strike and you know the script was maybe not completely done or something i don't know it really feels like a movie which wasn't written yeah, but if you hear uh, the commentary, which I did, it's the reason why I watched this film twice in one week. Um, I, I listened to uh, Orsi and Kurtzman on the commentary along with Michael Bay, not together, recorded in separate rooms, then spliced together. Sorry, Ooh. folks who uh, are were, were wanting to hear these three people in the same room. Much like uh, Michael Bay's movies. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, uh yeah they it seems like they they were explaining away a lot of things they weren't being like very open obviously about the mistakes they done like every once in a while they go oh wait you know what's I, I, no no their main thing is like we hope people understand what's going on <laughs> it's like it's it's a, it's as if they think it's supposed to make sense <laughs> honestly like okay for me okay first time watching this bad 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 I came out thinking. Similar to Diego, one of the worst things I've ever seen. Okay, um, uh, and then I had that same feeling towards another movie, which, which in Michael Bay's filmography, which we'll talk about later. I won't reveal which one that is. Um, but no, when I saw it, like bad, 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 and then yeah, I tried again to rewatch it. I tried again with it. I rewatched it later on, uh, maybe a few years later, and I go, nope, still bad. This is bad, 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 bad. But this time, now that I know. <laughs> I'll tell you about my, my experience now watching this. Yes, I'm doing a Michael Bay podcast. Yes, I want to come at these films with like a, a, a new, maybe a new angle, maybe with open eyes, wider open eyes. I tried really hard with this. <laughs> I fell asleep 
30 minutes before the end. <laughs> I was just so wiped. And I checked the time an hour in. I go, wait, how long has this movie been going on? Like, what? How much more long? It's like, what? 90? What? 80 minutes left? What is happening? <laughs> so, yeah, complete frustration, complete boredom by the end. This movie is still bad. It is bad. Ugh. It makes it. I'm so disappointed by this. And it, uh, yeah, As, because I just okay. I'm disappointed now. No, so when I first saw it, it, it it was right after Transformers, and I pretty much love Transformers. And yeah, it just went down. It went downhill so, so bad. And all those complaints, Mike, you had last episode about uh, the 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 CGI, you know, mess. Com- the the grays coming together. It being super confusing. Yeah, I got it here for sure. It's like this. It just went overboard. Like I don't know. <sighs> I don't know, guys. Yeah, this is the worst one yet. Like, can we agree on that? Uh, m- movie wise, yeah, I mean, worst one uh, that we've covered in this Michael Bay podcast, uh, like up until now, is is Revenge of the Fallen is worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think I, so? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Pearl Harbor and this, you know, two movies which I did like when I first saw them, yeah, they, they're both pretty bad. I don't know which one's worse. Oh, maybe, so it's maybe, like kind maybe, of a tie. Uh, maybe Pearl Harbor's worse. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can see that too. But I, I know for me, Pearl Harbor at, at least <laughs> made, made sense. <laughs> the story of it had a beginning, a middle, and end that I could understand. But just this, I honestly, again, I'm I'm like, what, what am I even saying? <laughs> Somebody explain to me like the last act of this movie. <laughs> oh, I can actually do this if if you guys don't mind. Okay, Diego. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So the last act, the last act of this movie, um, was clearly not finished by the time they started shooting this. Uh, some movies, too many movies, I'll say nowadays work like this. Iron Man, Iron Man Two are big, um, are big uh, hits, and they they function on the same wavelength. Those are much better movies uh, because they're good. Um, but, uh, the last act of Transformers Revenge of the Fallen is we need to have another MacGuffin because that worked in the first movie and we can't figure anything else out because this movie got away from everyone involved for a lot of reasons, not even just Michael Bay. Like, I, I don't think he's like the sole issue with the film. Uh, there are issues with him and the film as we'll get discussed, but, uh, the last act of the film revolves around that MacGuffin that they need to uh, re-implement into the film because that's what people liked in the first one. So you got to do it again, but bigger and more. But it's oddly not bigger and more because they shot it in the desert because they just reused footage from the first film at a certain point. <laughs> and they just they just keep blowing stuff up. And uh, then it ends. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect <laughs> description of the third act. Thank, thank you. That was oh, the shocking thing. God. Um it just ends <laughs> like yeah no like, it ends pretty what? quick <laughs> okay yeah no that that is true like i i was watching this thing and you know, it was like two and a half hours long and i'm like wow there's really nothing happening in this movie mm-hmm. and then it gets to the end and it's just over and i'm like okay you know i kept on thinking like this is gonna feel a lot longer but it didn't feel too long but it did feel like nothing happened in it. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Know. It's it's that sense of like um. No, I know. I know exactly. 
for me, uh, the exact moment each time I watch this movie when I realize, yes, I am in a bad, <laughs> I, I am in a bad movie. I'm watching a bad movie. It's the moment when John Turturro shows up. And then they go to the National what Space Museum or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then, they, then they talk to that old robot. Yes. That's when I'm like, that's when I completely check out. I'm like, where the fuck are we? We're what, an hour in? Oh my God, how much more is there? Because after that, it's like, it's, it's nothing to me. It, it's just disappears. It's like every, every little good moment before that, it had like a good first hour or so. 40 minutes maybe. It's like solid. Then once they get there... I'm done. I bought my hands to the whole thing. So, yeah. Yeah, there's the thing that everyone brings up when, you know, they're at the Smithsonian in, you know, Washington, D.C., and then they, like, leave the hangar and go outside, and there's all those planes in the middle of, like, a desert with mountains behind them. And it's like, this is supposed to be in, like, downtown Washington, D.C. Like, <sighs> what's going on here? How did you just jump across the country into this other, you know, <laughs> scene. I mean, it's, it's very strange, you know? Uh, I mean, but it just kind of is indicative of, like, the movie. But, I mean, I guess that's another thing, though. Like, with that, you know, I believe his name is Jetfire and everything. Like, yeah. there's, you know, a lot of, like, stumbling around and robots, like, accidentally breaking things and all this stuff and weird accents on robots and stuff. Oh, and, boy. And, you know, like, they do that. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. You know? <laughs> well, now I am. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, that's a good point, too. But... <laughs> It all is part of this thing, which is like Michael Bay's sense of humor is really weird, and I don't get it. Yeah, no, yeah, I because I had to bring it up. I forget what episode it was. Oh, it was Bad Boys Two, I think. That yeah, was the moment yeah. in, for me in his career where I'm like, yeah, there's something going on in this in this man's head. Like whatever he thinks is funny, it's something's wrong. Something is wrong. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's it's like a you know I had this realization while, while watching this. With the commentary, actually, with with Bay talking about the movie, he brings up Spielberg a, a lot. You know, he, he he I think twice in the commentary he brought up high fiving Spielberg because <laughs> like uh, one moment he's saying yeah like uh, Stephen saw my previous stuff and he got so excited he gave me a high five. So yeah, um, and then it just hit me. It's like yeah, like. Michael Bay talks about the audience's reaction and like being on the audience's side, being this for an audience, like trying to touch on what he thinks audiences will love. And for me, like <laughs> visually, you know, he's super appealing. I can see that. But like when he's trying to be funny or sentimental, something's off. <laughs> he's like a zombie Steven Spielberg. I don't know. <laughs> It's 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 it has like that same sense of like yes, I want to please the audience, but he just can't do it in a very um, I don't know like like in, in that Spielberg esque way. But I think that's what his ultimate goal is is to be Spielberg, but he just can't do it. He just can't. Do it. <laughs> it's very strange. It's very strange. But it's also like things where it's just like it makes me feel uneasy most of the time because it's like things getting destroyed. And, you know, not that I have any, like, sort of emotional investment in any of these things which are getting destroyed, but it's just the idea of, like, now there's a lot of clutter, you know, which clutter in real life doesn't bother me, but in the movies, I don't know, it bothers me. <laughs> so you have, like, a, 
a a light uh, OCD on clutter. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. I'm just like, oh, this is just too much. Like, there's nothing about this which is pleasing to me. You know, okay, yeah. Like, like if this is in like some sort of you know like horror movie where they're like you know the end of True Detective or something like that, where they're running through that house, I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. But like in this little lighthearted like comedy thing where it's like, let's see all this like humorous uh, stuff where like robots accidentally stumble into buildings and knock them over <laughs> you know isn't that funny no it, it's not no it's a mess somebody clean that up yeah. <laughs> oh boy um I, I was gonna say what the fuck else can we talk about <laughs> oh no there are things there is a thing that I want to bring up what okay, Diego okay. was talking about with that third act and the MacGuffin um, the, the matrix of leadership Okay, that is like a huge component to Transformers mythology prior to this. That was the MacGuffin in the movie, the original movie, the real movie. I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, basically what happened was spoilers for Transformers, the movie, which you guys should definitely watch because it's really good. Um, Optimus Prime dies in like the first act and he takes the he's got the matrix of leadership in him and basically like everyone who was like a prime like basically puts their knowledge and everything into this thing and then it's passed along from like one leader to the next right and like the way that you know who the leader is supposed to be is basically the matrix chooses you you know Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole, I mean, it is totally Star Wars. It is totally Luke Skywalker and the blah, blah, blah. And like Optimus Prime is like, take the matrix of leadership. It will find who the, the person is supposed to be. And like Hot Rod, the little kid you know, voiced by Judd Nelson, you know, is oh. like, you know, he's hot, he's a hot rod. You know, that's why he's got the name like Hot Rod. He's a hot head, hot rod, you know, whatever. He's the, he's the bad boy kind of thing. And then at the end of the movie, it turns out that he is the, you know, so he becomes Rodimus Prime, which is a great name. <laughs> um, so, so the matrix of leadership. My whole point with this is that the matrix of leadership is like a huge deal in terms of Transformers. It was used slightly differently than it's used here, but in some sort of weird structural way, like this is similar to that original movie. They definitely took elements like killing Optimus Prime at the beginning. They didn't bring him back, but having like the matrix of leadership be the thing which, you know, sets them on their their way and all that stuff. So it's kind of a a cool, weird little like remix of that original idea, I guess. Not not really a cool one, but it's a a weird one. (laughs) It's a weird one. Yeah, because um, is there any part of that... Uh, original story in the movie uh, where one of them, either human robot, whatever, goes to like Transformers Heaven, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then does whatever the the hell happens with Shia LaBeouf there. Uh, I, I guys, I saw this movie twice in one week. I still, I still can't comprehend that. Like. And then it's over like a minute later. <laughs> no, no, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> no okay good okay <laughs> no no but i mean they they do like at, 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 like add that like that beat what what that 
happens in that beat is basically what Hot Rod gets the the matrix of leadership and then becomes Rodimus Prime and you know that he's going to this is going to happen because like all of the lights start flashing and then they bring in you got the touch and uh uh-huh. that you know so that's yeah so so it is there like in terms of a beat but they don't actually go to heaven <laughs> okay i just wanted to make sure no yeah oh my god um it's handled Diego- much more elegantly in this card. yeah i bet i bet yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Diego, uh, it sounds like it sounds like you had more to say oh, about this. Do I? There's where so do you much. even start? Where do you even um, start? I, I got a list right here. Hang on. There's a. <laughs> why are there this many characters in the movie? Uh, if you need all these perspectives, that like the, in the first film where it's like an event type film, but with Transformers, the structure I I believe I mentioned that I really enjoyed in the first film because uh, that really felt like a summer blockbuster. Here, it just feels like everyone's kind of doing their own thing and they just happen to meet up. Uh, and then most of them are inconsequential to the actual story and plot, which honestly, like I'm fine with if they were exploring like themes or ideas, which they're, they're, they're no, like that's, I'm not even going to go into that. You, you know, that's not anything in this film. Uh, why, why are there so many, uh, new transformers and where do the, uh, Decepticons come from in the finale was Megatron reassemble or were Megatron's forces reassembling in space and they just threw that in at the last minute um, how did they hide the existence of giant moving robots that are the size of two story buildings from the entire world cell phones were a thing and YouTube was hot back then it's impossible um, what is the the point of Sam's parents what? Why does Michaela <laughs> do anything in this movie? And I, I liked the character in the first one, and I, I'm a Megan Fox fan. But I, holy shit! Um, <laughs> wow, no, that is such a poorly defined character, and that's that's really too bad. Um, why does Sam's roommate tag along for the movie? Uh, why does John Turturro live with his mother? He was a government agent who, you know, fired, but still probably was able to, you know, skim a little off the top. Uh, what is Jetfire's purpose in the film? <laughs> what does uh, Bumblebee contribute to the narrative outside of being a robot puppy, essentially? Why are there a bunch of racist caricatures? Uh, the two, the two big ones everyone knows about. Uh, Jesus Christ. Why uh, does this movie not have a second act? It just has a really long first act. Um, I, I'll stop because I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And now it's my turn to go down the list and prove you wrong at each point. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, oh, um, John John Turturro. Um, yeah, that's one point I want to talk about. He, there's no need for him to be in this, and when he is in it, it's that thing we were talking about earlier. It's like that sense of humor. I, I, I don't understand. Like, And also, yeah, oh, there's some problematic stuff in here. I mean, I tweeted, I think I tweeted out earlier this week. I said, how many how many movies are there where a robot calls a woman a bitch? Why, why are they all in Michael Bay Transformer movies? Because <laughs> <laughs> God did. This, I'm pretty sure this is not the first. It, I think it's the first time it happens when that little, I forget the name of the robot, calls Megan Fox a bitch 
I'm sure it happens again. I'm pretty sure it does happen again where another robot calls another robot a bitch. But why? <laughs> why? Why that in particular? Okay, yeah. There's why, more, why is the I robot mean, that, like a horny chihuahua? Um, that was <laughs> yeah. weird. Oh, and, and, and he humps her too, right? Yep. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> like, why is that in this movie? <laughs> why is that no, in any movie? No. <laughs> why did Michael Bay make that happen? And, okay, and, and this, uh, I'll bring it up now, I guess. Just it, in this series, it keeps getting more and more offensive. And then I'm th- pretty, pretty sure it's the fourth one. What's that one called again? I'm bad with these. A- uh, Age, Age of, of Extinction, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh my god, there's moments in there. And I saw that in goddamn theaters too. And I remember distinctly this moment. Like, there's a robot that just. Spe- <laughs> it shoots something. It shoots a liquid out onto another robot. And then that robot, I think, caused that robot. The one who squares that stuff out like a bitch or something. And I'm like, why is this in a in a PG thirteen <laughs> movie aimed at kids? Why? <laughs> well, is so, this the one where where the robot pees on the guy, or is that the first? That one? was the first. That's one. the that's the first okay. one. That's All the first. Right. I can't I can't believe we glossed over that. Oh yeah. yeah. You know I, what? I, that's like for whatever tame compared to this. Yeah, exactly. Compared to this stuff. Compared to what's happening here. And that fucking scene we talked about. We talked. I mean, Mike talked earlier about that shot that just came out of nowhere and. I was angry at, 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 at its existence and the time it spent on screen, okay? Why did I have to look at John Turturro's ass for so long? <laughs> it, it, it's an extended close-up shot of his ass, and it's only there because Michael Bay thinks it's funny. I was going to say there's also uh, robot testicles. Oh, yeah. That's Oh, God, we haven't gotten there. <laughs> but, uh, oh, what, what John Turturro's ass reminded me of, have you guys seen Walk Hard? Yeah, uh, yeah, there's a scene. I, I believe it's the un, unrated version where it's just like Dewey Cox on the phone, and then there's a guy standing next yeah. to him, and it's just his penis hanging out just on the corner of the screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. And I should not be reminded of that in a Transformers movie because in, in Walk Hard, it's hilarious because it's just like it's just hanging there, you know. <laughs> but here, it's like why? And again, it's it just confounds me that it's in this movie, a movie. Aimed for a PG-13 crowd, a summer movie. Uh, hey, Michael Bay, put that in Bad Boys if you were to do a Bad Boys 3. Put that in there, okay? Put all this crazy shit in there. Make it a hard R, whatever. But I think in this context, yeah, it it it, <laughs> it crosses the line for me. It's <laughs> I guess it's all those complaints of people they throw at Bad Boys 2. But I'm like, in that universe, all that makes sense. In this universe... Not, no, not so much. <laughs> uh, well, you know, and, and one, one more thing I would say, it's like, I want the tone to be Bumblebee. That's like my, yeah. I, the more I think about it now, Transformers 1, Michael Bay's Transformers, didn't cross that line into this, this filth. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, when, when, it, when, it, when that tone is Bumblebee, a movie I'm, I'm, I'm loving more and more now, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm having more appreciation for the tone in that it's perfect it's perfect for a transformers movie oh anyway i'll stop it it is kind of weird like i I didn't really think about it until just now but you know like i was six years old when that first cartoon came out and like back then like every cartoon was rated g like across the board and like the, the original commercials for that even said rated g and then they changed it and it got a pg rating and I was like, what? Why? And the reason is because they say shit 
in in that movie. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, oh my God, that is so crazy. You know, and and, and thinking about it now, I mean, with, with what you're saying and everything, like, you know, kids going to see Transformers, because it is geared towards kids, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, hearing shit is uh, really not that big of a deal. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I mean uh, decapitations are, are fine. Well, well there's, there's well, one I of mean, those in this, me, too. Well, there is <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, no, there's, it, there's plenty of that. I, I, I wasn't yeah. thinking about that until, like, you guys were talking about, like, how violent, you know, the first one is or whatever. But, like, when Optimus Prime is, like, winning the battle in this one, he, like... I mean, it is like very sort of like step by step as he's like dismembering this thing. And he yeah. even says like, give me your face. You know? <laughs> and then like rips the thing's face off. And it's like, this is, this is our hero. This is like essentially like the Captain Picard of, of Transformers, right? The yeah. the father figure you never had or whatever. And he's like, give me your face. <laughs> And I don't remember if this is the same, like, fight or or whatever, but this, yeah, in one of those moments when he's killing his foe, the camera, like, there's a close-up of the the dying robot's face, and you can see it's full agony, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, (laughs) I'm watching this thing suffer and die (laughs) by the hands of the hero of the movie. I don't want to give it away if you guys don't remember, but there's an amazing finale in Dark of the Moon that, like, tops this. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh but at least, I'm, at least that's a good move yeah okay. i i'm eager to watch that again because i remember thinking good things about uh you know um dark of the moon which which celebrated what it's like anniversary i think yesterday yeah uh the 29th of june but yeah i have good memories of that yeah and uh but this oh god yeah it lived up to what's the opposite of hype uh, <laughs> uh, uh, fear. Depression. I don't know. Fear. It lived up to the fear. Yeah, it's still bad. Uh, oh, and yeah, I think we we briefly touched on it. Uh, the scrotum of the transformer of the huge um, sucking robot. The robot that sucks. Um, <laughs> Do you guys remember the trailer that came out? Like it was like a Super Bowl one. And it was like, uh, I think, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it was yeah. snippets of all the huge transformers, and I just remember me and my friends being like, "Well, one of those is the Fallen. Is, is it the big wheel one? Is it that big, like, gigantic uh, one that's like eating up the desert? It looks like, like it's crazy." And it's like none of those. It's like the small. It's voiced by Tony Todd, though. Tony, if you want to get a villain voice, that's you could do a lot oh, worse. Yeah. That's that's a positive. For there you me. go. Yeah, that's a positive. Uh, one positive. Yeah. There oh, we go. What? We got one you know out what? there. I, I have. I have. Uh, let me see. I like the forest fight with Optimus Prime. Uh, yeah, it's, no, it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Fine. It's not like great, but I mean, it's something in this movie. Yeah, and the desert yeah. fight too, and like those IMAX sequences were were pretty cool. Like I, this is, I, and that, that was one thing which which I will say about like watching this. And I, I did watch the IMAX version. Um, it's one of the few instances where. I really think like the IMAX framing really added to like when they cut yeah. back to the to the scope frame I'm like wow that is really diminished you know like they yeah. really took advantage of like the scope of IMAX and by that I mean the the side not the 
animal. It doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so yeah, that, that that I thought was really cool. Although it did seem like there was something about the movement or the lighting or something like in those sequences, and it was like just those sequences. Um, maybe it was the clarity of the image, but the animation looked much much more fake. So mm, I don't yeah. know why. I've <clears throat> I remember reading about how um I think back then they had trouble with IMAX frames because there was just so much information to put on those frames and yeah, digital effects. They were telling a story about how that big old uh sucking robot with the with the scrotum with the testicles. The sucker. The sucker, I yeah. Don't know Apparently, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the visual- devastator and I'm sorry that I know that, but yes. There you go. I mean, you're the Transformers expert here. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like when I think it's ILM, like uh, whenever the visual effects people were rendering that 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 one of those shots with this, you know, massive thing, I believe it, it was like the uh, part of the IMAX footage, like their computer like it didn't blow up, but like it caught fire or something. Oh, <laughs> it Jesus. couldn't handle yeah, like this CGI creature. So, and also Michael Bay told a story about how um, they were doing like these uh, 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 digital backgrounds uh, for an IMAX frame, and then somebody's like, "Wait, that doesn't look right. Something's off." And it's because the background was blurry; it was out of focus. Um, and Michael Bay had to come in. And he's like, "No, wait, no, no, no. The IMAX cameras, like they have super." Uh, a uh, huge wide of depth. It was a, a, a huge field of depth, so it's clarity like for miles, basically. So, yeah, that's why this IMAX footage looks bad because it's out of focus. It should be clear. So they had to redo the whole thing. Like they had like weeks of work. They had to just erase and start again because like yeah, the IMAX cameras are just so they capture so much and have a wild a, a, a huge field of vision that yeah, it's I can see why it looks as bad as it does. <laughs> uh, the, the the CGI work on some shots, but yeah, it look. I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm in agreement though, Mike. And oh, and uh, I saw this with the um, the IMAX version that was a Walmart exclusive. Yeah, uh, the Blu-ray. Yeah, which I don't know if it's is this the only way to watch the IMAX stuff? Yeah, is it? It is. Wow. Yeah. Not not even on digital. No, no, no digital goes the opposite way all the time. The you know, like like even you know. Like into darkness and everything, in the, most of the Nolan movies, I think, aside from Dunkirk, if you get them digitally, it's just a um, constant two, three, nine aspect. Yeah, which ratio. is a shame. Yeah, because yeah, like the the um, or I mean, Diego, did, did you see this in in non IMAX? Yeah, no, I've, I've never seen the, the IMAX stuff for this. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm with Mike. It, I don't remember if I saw this in theaters on IMAX. I don't think I did. Um, but I for sure have the Blu-ray, and, and those moments when they open up to the MX frame, they look. Yeah, I can I can understand the violence a little bit better, the little bit better shots. Of course, it's IMAX, but yeah, I like that. But um, it's a shame that the whole movie doesn't have that uh, uh, doesn't have my interest as much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Um, I think that's it. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. Does, does anybody have any final thoughts on this? Uh, on Revenge of the Fallen? The Tyrese Gibson and What's-His-Face's characters are pointless, but they make me laugh a couple times in this. Once always gets me uh, with the, the scummy senator on the plane 
and they trick him into opening up the chute. And uh, the, the white guy just says, not now, we're in the plane, you dumbass. It kills me, and I don't know why. It's so funny. And it's the one part of the movie I absolutely love. And then later, when they're trying to like flag down the uh, the the bring the rain, they bring that back from the first movie, and then they accidentally throw their their spotter grenade like right next to themselves, and they like it's a funny beat. And I'm like, haha, it's kind of funny. I feel like those are plucked out of like genuinely better movies, and they just stuck them into this one. I have no evidence of that, but that's what I'm convinced of. Um, yeah, it's bad. Uh, uh, Michael Bay treated Megan Fox not great, apparently, on set, and that's that's too bad. But it looks like they made up because she's was in two Ninja Turtles movies. But uh, those are also yeah, better than Bay. this movie. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the second one as much. But no, I the I'm second one's it, yeah. fun. The first one's bad. I don't... I don't remember the second one now. That I think about it that much. Oh no, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm well, team out of the shadows all day. Out of the shadows. What about you, Mike? Final thoughts on this? Um, it definitely doesn't hold up. Uh, I don't know whether or not I ever really liked it or just tried to convince myself that I did, <laughs> but uh, I don't particularly like it now. So no, yeah. I mean, I'm with you guys. It's I tried, tried my best, but for me, this is the worst one we've done so far out of these view watches and also first time watch i i mean i i'm having <laughs> i'm having another round of appreciating something more um i like the island a lot more now in retrospect i'm like wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was coherent a nice you know uh adult action movie so god and then yeah we're gonna get dark of the moon next episode which i'm looking forward to that rewatch but I'm telling you this, I am not looking forward to Age of Extinction. That I also remember. Oh, that's is that one bad. is not nearly as bad as the last night. Oh, and last night, it, that one. I, oh, I don't know. It's 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 a fight for second to last with those <laughs> with four and five. <laughs> oh Jesus! But hey, isn't there um, Pain and Gain is somewhere in the middle of those, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. I think Pain and Gain is after number three, right? So. Yeah, yep. so there you go. It, it's something for me to look forward to. And, and oh, and 13 Hours is in there somewhere, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not all bad. And then, <laughs> and then we'll be done. So. <laughs> then we'll be done, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I had this worry, actually. Um, I think even with Matt Curione, who had, the, I mean, I think I mentioned it in the intro episode, which was weeks ago, uh, or listeners, it was episodes ago. Um, I had this, uh, we were talking about this idea, this Michael Bay podcast on my show. And I was like, I told him my main concern is getting to the transformer stretch because man, is, is that like entering the void? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I told him if there's anyone I'd want to skip, it'd be those. And now I'm here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dark of the moon, looking forward to it, but uh, uh, I'm looking forward to just pain and gain 13 hours. You know, there's still some good stuff in there. So yeah, but yeah, I was afraid of this. I was. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, now it's plugs time, right? Yep. Plugs, plugs. Let's end this. Mike, plugs? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Mumbles3K, and you can also find me on my website, filmdamagepod.com, doing a show called Film Damage, and you can find me on thenerdparty.com, doing a show called Retro Perspective. 
Nice. Do it up, folks. Diego, what about you? Uh, you can find all my stuff on my Twitter at the Diego Crespo. Uh, check out the Waffle Press, where uh, there's lots of fun retrospectives. Batman, Spider-Man. Uh, this, they will. I'm pretty sure they're they're just going to be done by by the time these, these all come out because Six Underground trailer is just nowhere in sight. Um, <laughs> so you'll be able to listen to all of them off of that uh, and other standalone episodes coming at you because uh, I will not be undertaking. A long retrospective for many months now because I like sleep and I didn't get a lot of that. So thank you for for allowing me to be on here again. I, I, I've really appreciated the um, the opportunity to co-host with you two, even in this dark day of Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> I know it's it's been fun. I, I don't know. I don't have the list in front of me. I don't know what number episode this is, but uh, it's been it's been we're doing this for a while now, and it's. I'm having a good time. All things, you know, all things considered. I'm pretty sure um, this is the eighth yeah. movie, right? The eighth movie, yeah, eighth movie. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, as for me, yeah, I've done some retrospectives at this point. Like, uh, who knows? You'll, I think, hopefully, hear the Lord of the Rings show. Uh, I am a moderator slash co-host on. Um, listen to that on Talk from Society. Um, listen to. Uh, no, I don't want to say that because it's still in the process. But yeah, I got stuff in the works. So yeah, kind of like Diego. By the time this comes out, maybe all of that is out there. <laughs> so listen to it. Either on the website on talkfilmsociety.com or the Patreon, patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. That's it for me. All right, guys. Yes, Dark of the Moon next week, um, which I, I mentioned the commentaries. I'm pretty sure I was talking to Mike about this off mic. I was like, hey, I think this might be the last one the last Michael Bay commentary for Revenge of the Fallen. There's not one on Dark of the Moon or any of the other ones, so, yeah. I'll enjoy the movie, but I'll only have to see it once this week. <laughs> uh, so that's the next episode. Uh, now, hey, it's time for our final catchphrase, right? What is it again? <laughs> Wait, let's, let's do it on three. Here we go. One, two, three. You forgot your you boarding forgot pass. You forgot your boarding pass. There you go. We didn't forget that catchphrase. <laughs> All right. 